Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Momo went there and then I made it super awkward. There's my song. Uh, as I've told you on the air and off, I'm not so sure that you're not the one who, when we look back on this 20 years from now, yes. is smarter than everybody else. Yeah. Um, I can tell you, I think I, look, I think I'm smarter than everybody else now. It, I don't need to wait 20 right, years. Right. But in this particular regard, right. nobody ever, after they retire, says, I wish I would have worked more. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even know what day or I don't, what time yeah, it is I've right talked, now. I, I personally think- you're working yourself into the ground. I'm concerned. You're right. Yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. I. Uh, but the funny thing is, like, Anthony Davis. <laughs> oh, again, it's Mason and Anthony no, no. Davis. People are like, the Lakers, do, do you guys understand? The Lakers got away with it last they night. They totally got away with it. <laughs> I mean, That's it, the whole thing. The strategy actually worked. Right. And Anthony Davis and, bought a day and all right. that and stuff. And people are ripping AD today. I'm like, guys. They played without AD. Yep. They won the game. They bought him, in essence, three full days of rest, so now he'll be more effective on Friday. So maybe it's not the worst thing. By the way, you missed it because yesterday we were ripping on AD. Yesterday everybody went really hard on AD. Well, it's more appropriate to do it then than to do it now after they win. Right, after they win. They got away with it. Well, you snuck one in there. Yeah, like they didn't play Look shit. Bur- just had like, no, 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 it's not just you about. Can't, you can't say anything nice about it. He took the night off. It's <laughs> fine. That I'm happy that they won. Yes. I'm happy that they won. It's a good thing. But it's the fact is that we don't know. Is he gonna have to do this again next time they have the back to back? Oh wait, oh, he's gonna Greg, he's gonna sit out for Greg, Houston be because out, you know it's be a three Friday. days. You don't. I mean, okay. You, if he's out Friday, then that that makes it much better. I feel like because then you're not. T- you're saying it's already that's a load management thing. He shouldn't be with 20 games left in the season. 19. No LeBron. Well, now after now, yesterday yeah. it was 20. Yeah. So, but with no no LeBron, your plans change. You shouldn't be sitting out anything, anything at all yeah. right now when you're not in the playoffs and you're what three games still below 500. Here's the th- here's you're the not, thing. You're not there yet. I would go harder, except it worked. But like it, so yes, it happened it to work. And what if it didn't work? I'd be bitching. Yeah, but yes, it works. I mean, if you're like, willing to put up with the criticism, if your boss is okay with what you're doing, then and you know obviously the Lakers are. I um, mean, they're the boss. And well, it could be. I mean, they, the AD could be making these decisions. I don't know. But the if the fact that they won matters. Oh, it does matter. You know, it's it, it, but uh, they tell got you away what, with it. I'll say it now. They've got how many back-to-backs left? He should play both games in both back-to-backs. Even the New Orleans-Houston back-to-back. When I think he should tanking. play enough to make sure something <laughs> weird. Houston is terrible. It doesn't you, matter Anybody then. can lose to anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Anybody can lose to anybody, whether it's Houston, whether right. it's That's, OKC. I said, he whether should play until we know that game salted the away. The Spurs just beat somebody that was in the playoffs. It was like the, the Minnesota or it was somebody. Uh, I think they beat Utah. Yeah, they beat Utah. Who's right. like, in the play-in right now. Yeah, I, Anybody expe- can beat anybody. My expectation is that when LeBron says, and you know, I, I'm just going to extrapolate here, I, 
I don't know that we're going to see him again during the regular season. He's going to be reevaluated in three weeks. Yeah. Probably not going to see it. So they'll go as far as AD carries them. And if that means back-to-back nights, AD should play back-to-back nights. I think that's the expectation. Um, all right, so I want to get to this. Uh, we, we talked about this a little bit uh, maybe earlier this week. The Elam, the Elam ending. Elam? Yeah, they Elam. use it in the All-Star game. Right, where you set a target score and you play to the target score. And that the All-Star game was, uh, obviously, it just turned it into a glorious event. The All-Star game was, the, that was the, I don't think I've talked to you since, that was the trash All-Star game of all time. Yeah, Michael thinks they should cancel the game. I, I do too. I think they yeah. should cancel the game. It's um, it's it's a worthless event. It really is. I know they make a lot of money and stuff, but it really is just a shoot-around, a glorified shoot-around. Right. So the Elam ending, for people that don't know, is instead of, like, let's say a game goes overtime. Like, tonight, the Clippers play somebody tonight. I think they play the – maybe they play the Warriors. Look that up, Greg. And they have – the Clippers play tonight. Um and let's say their game ends in a tie. Warriors in yeah. in Golden State. Okay, so they're playing in San Francisco, Clippers Warriors, game tied at 98 at the end of regulations. Instead of putting five minutes on the clock, right. you say first team to seven points wins. And everybody plays hard. And because there's no clock, everybody is focused simply on trying to score points. And they did this in the G League. And it cut the length of overtime by 50%. So here's my question. Overtime's dramatic. Do we really need I mean, I know they added the pitch clock in baseball. Yeah. And, you know, all, and it's the games are coming in at 240. Does everything need to be shorter? Like, I. Yes. I don't think everything needs to be shorter. Shorter isn't always better. There's drama that goes along with overtime. We've right. had, do- I mean, uh, Lakers have had double overtime games, which are. Especially dramatic. I don't know why we need to change the ending just to make things shorter. Because the issue now is games at the end in the last three minutes and in overtimes take way okay. too long. But the last three minutes of regulation, I agree. I hate replay. I hate right. the reviews. I hate all that. I'd get rid of all that stuff. But I don't see why you got to uh, truncate, truncate, truncate overtime and turn it into this uh, well, Elam it's ending. Exact, well, it's the exact same thing baseball is doing by putting a runner on second base. You're just speeding up the end, which is what you want. Everybody's jealous of English Premier League soccer. Right. Because you play for 45 minutes, they add, let's say, five minutes of extra time, then you break for 15 minutes. Right. Then you play for 45 minutes again, add another five to 10 minutes of extra time, and you're out of there in two hours. And it's highly dramatic, and everybody knows that it's a two-hour thing. It Right, but they're not playing to an Elam ending. They're playing just the amount of time that is set aside in the pl- in the in the overtime right now. Do you still do you get another challenge in the overtime? Are you out yeah. of your challenge? No, you each get one. You each get one. So all that's is still going to cause time, whether you're playing five minutes or you're getting to seven. And what happens when you're going to play to seven, but it takes longer than the five minutes would have? Well, I, I can just tell you that the G League did it last year, and in and on average, the the average length of an overtime in the NBA is around 15, 16 minutes from when you put the five minutes on the clock and play it out. The Elam ending overtimes lasted around seven minutes. So on average, you're 
cutting the overtime lengthy overtime in half. I mean, five minutes Which, isn't that long. Is yeah, what I'm why saying for a, for NBA? That's not much. Except and really, like, the only they only score about seven to ten minutes. Everything's like, got to be over really yeah. fast. Yeah, I mean, that's what every team, every, every sport's going for. That's why baseball added the bigger bases. That's why they added a runner on second base. They went. By the way, the clock, the pitch clock's working. These games. Oh, in sure it is. Yeah. Spring training are they're, now they're down short. to like two hours and twenty minutes, which yeah. is great. Um, I I think that what people want is action, drama, and movement. And anything that lends itself to those three things, do it. And I think the Elam ending does. I hope they do it. They won't do it. I, I no, they won't joking. do it. It's not going to happen next year. And it's could, not gonna, no, they could do it next Down the year. line. Oh, really? Yeah. They can, the competition committee will vote on it. Um, the So have you watched, uh, just totally aside, have you watched baseball? Have you watched some baseball? One game. One game. Yeah. It's on over your shoulder. Um, yeah. What do you, so I think the pitch clock, I love it. Totally working. It's yeah. totally working. And I think working. the players will adjust to it, and there won't be a lot of instances in the regular season where you're assigning a ball to a pitcher because he took too long or assigning a strike to a hitter because he took too long. But the first time they do it, I bet they won't do it again. See, I think we're going to have games that end on an auto strike or an auto ball. Well, they already had one. Yeah, they like had training one training. Bases loaded, two outs. Yep. The guy took too long. The batter took too long. So the ump rung him up, and the game ended in a tie. Yeah, yeah. and that's I, a terrible way for a game right. to end. Terrible Awful. way for a game to end. The worst. Uh, the bases, I was reading today, the Atlanta Braves are expecting three guys with a chance to go 40-40. 40-40 is going to happen. 30-30 is definitely going to happen a lot with the bases like pizza boxes and the inability to throw over as many times as you want to hold a runner on and all that stuff. I, I mean, I think we're going to see Bergman thinks 80 stolen bases for Trey Turner. I think that's too high, right? It's probably a little bit too high, but I mean, he can do it. I just want steals back in the game. Yes. Who, oh, they're back. And they're going to be back. Up. Who led the majors in steals last year? Did uh, he even have 50? No, probably around somewhere in the 40s would be my guess. I mean, but I, I remember when Lou Brock and Ricky Henderson would steal 100 bases. Oh, yeah. Um, and there were yep. guys on every team. Davey Lopes was our guy on the Dodgers who would steal. Maury Wills. Those guys would steal 50, 60, 41. 41, bases. yeah. 41. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And it's because you don't want to make outs at second base when you got everybody swinging for the fence. But if the base is bigger, if the pitcher can only throw over twice, I think the odds tilt towards stealing. Well, and the shift is going to have a huge element here, too. Like guys like. Max or, or Muncy the opposite, or the no shift. No, you're right. Yeah. No shift. Uh, like Max Muncy is gonna. We're gonna see hits from Max Muncy that normally would have uh, been eliminated by the shift. I mean, I I think the game. These changes are radical. They are radical changes. I like I, them all though. I heard uh, you know Kirkchin's really upset. The old time baseball guys what, are really what, upset. What is his? What is he most upset about? Uh, the clock. Most upset about the clock. Oh, the clock. Everybody's gonna adjust to the clock. Now I'm looking at the game right here. Why don't they put the clock on the screen? Like, I want to know where they are on the clock, the pitch clock, and the and the batter clock. I'm the, looking at it right it'll now. Be, there's it'll no be, clock. It'll be on the score bug. If you keep watching, the score bug at the bottom right-hand corner will have it where it says strikes or when it says pitches. They'll change it to the clock, the pitch it, clock. It is there. Yeah, they show it. Yeah, because I, I think you've got to show it, otherwise you don't know. I think fans are going to be pleasantly surprised by all of these changes. I like not having the shift. I like the bigger bases. I like the fact we're going to have more steals. And I love the pitch clock. There it is. It's right there. There's the pitch clock. Where's the yeah. pitch 12. clock? It just 12. It went 14, 12. 13, 12. 12. All right. 
Are you just blind? What do you, I mean, when, <laughs> well, I am. I, there it is. 20, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 17. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't see it's it. The red, it's the red letters. Yeah, it's the red numbers. Yeah, yes. I see it now. And by the way, this guy's throwing him at like 10. He's not even coming close to using up too much time. No, right. I mean, look at it. They're in the bottom of the seventh, and it's been, an, it's been two hours. How, it's, how great is that? No, it's great. It's really good. It's going to be really healthy for the game. It's going to be really positive. Um, I originally was questioning, but uh, you know, here's here's my view. So Juan said to me, uh, "You know, you probably hate all these changes." I'm like, "Yeah, no, I would not want all these changes, but I know that the game needs to adapt to the time that we're living in. It is not 1920 anymore. It is not 1970 anymore." Well, they did with- a smart thing. When they hired Theo Epstein and said, find out why our sport is dropping in popularity. And he went and did talk to a bunch of people. And what came back was not enough action, not enough action on the base pass, not enough doubles and triples. It was either all strikeouts and all home runs. And the game was very for lack of a it was a zero sum game station to station. Yeah. You know, guy walks on first base. He would never even attempt to steal. There were, the hit and run has pretty much gone away. Yep. Um, now I think some of these things will come back. With no shift, the hit and run comes back into play. Yep. Your second baseman goes over, and, and, and these, these things lend itself to each other. So let's say um, Mookie Betts leads off the game with a single. Right. He's on first base. He's a threat to steal. He goes on the pitch. The second baseman runs over to cover the bag, and – who's ever up, Freddie Freeman, shoots it through the hole. Yes. And that type of thing is what fans like. A lot of movement, balls in the park. I, Action. It's not great when the ball's either a strikeout or over the fence. And that's the way it's been. Yeah, yeah and that's the way it's been. All right. Good Come, for them. Coming up next, Anita Marks, our friend who hosts uh, Bet Against L.A. No, no, no. Yeah. Bet LA. Bet against LA. She's on tonight Why from are you seven to ten. Because uh, I yeah, cause I like I like Rasner. I like Rasner Nita. Uh, uh we'll do that coming up next for you, Mason Ireland, seven ten ESPN. All right, who needs a new TV? It's TV time. Listen to this deal that is good only now and can only come from our friends at Mirror Audio Video and Westwood. We have for you right here, right now, the lowest price ever on the incredible brand new Sony eighty five inch. 4K Ultra HD LED Smart Google TV. It's the X85K, and it's going to look spectacular hanging in your living room. Right now, you can grab this Sony 85 and the all-new Apple TV for a price that's so good, you only got to follow one rule. This is available for the first three listeners that call. Get through and buy. After the three, the deal is over and you missed it. The regular price on all this is two grand. Your price... and the Sony 85 and the Apple TV is yours, and you get the best-in-class customer service that is Mirror Audio Video. Isaac will deliver this thing to your house. He'll install it. You'll be all set. Ready? Call now. 310-234-4010. 310-234-4010. First three get it. Fourth guy, you're out of luck. 310-234-4010. Good luck from Mirror. Audio, video, and Westwood.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. Hallelujah. Hey, look, it's our friend Anita Marks. There's, a, for my money, the greatest song ever written. But what version is that's this? That's Leonard Cohen. Okay. Yeah, that's Leonard Cohen's version of Hallelujah. Hey, Anita, are you out there? What's up, Anita? I'm right here. Hi. Hi. How's it going? It is going. I'm 7-1 with the XFL, guys. Well, you know, I was, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> is most of that luck, or are you, like, studying? I couldn't tell you, Anita, and I'm a sportscaster, I couldn't tell you five XFL players right now. AJ McCarron. I know that one. That one I know. Okay. That's the only All one right. I know. Um, Danucci. The Danucci. It wasn't he, he was, on Happy Days? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, a, what? He was a backup quarterback for the Steelers. Okay, so um, what, how, when you're betting this, this XFL thing, how do you decide who to bet? I, I just, so, so week one, not knowing, you know, health from whatever um i I just i I focused in on the coaches i I felt like and i think i shared this with you last time i was on so so i I was a sideline reporter uh for the usfl years ago uh cordell stewart was opposite me doug flutie was the uh was was the color commentator uh dave sims was the was was the play-by-play these leagues don't have a lot of money right (laughs) so so and and so it's just the travel sucks Everything is like not so far from the NFL that you need, in my opinion, like you need a really good head coach to we reel it in and and make things easier for these guys. Let alone draft well. I just I'm a big believer in Wade Phillips, and sure enough, his team is, in my opinion, the best team, and that's the Roughnecks. Uh, not only are they two and zero, they're seven and zero. If you go back to 2020 when the league shut down because of COVID, so um, so I just so I value- there is money to be made in the XFL. Is that true? I, I by the way, coaches and I value quarterbacks. Is that true? By the way, in the NFL preseason, I've heard people make a lot of money NFL preseason. Is that true? Um, I mean, a lot of money. You could, yeah. I mean, you could. I, a lot of a lot of ways that I'll make money is I'll look at the quarterback situation and see, you know, who's who's got a better. Well, and there's some going back to your point, Anita, about the coaches. Aren't there some coaches that have like insane records in the preseason? I think John Harbaugh either wins every game or loses yeah, every but, game. Yeah, I can't I remember mean, because, which one. No wins. Yeah, you know, John Harbaugh. He's you know he's. I was in Baltimore. I covered him for his first three years as he was the head coach. I mean, he's just. 
He's insane. So uh, the, the things that, that don't matter to many matter to him. And winning preseason games does matter to him. So, uh, so yeah. Um, okay, so just like the XFL, mm-hmm. I'm curious. Is anyone betting on the live golf? Is that generating any buzz in your world? I, I think people are, but there's not a lot of sports books that are carrying it. So there's, Why not? There's... Because nine uh, people watched on the CW last yeah, week. Yeah, there's just not a level but, of interest that makes it worth their while. But here's but here's what's insane, guys. If uh, like like so, week one, I went to go p- put in some DFS lineups, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, that's daily God. fantasy sports for you people yes, that don't daily, know what sorry, we're talking sorry. about." Sorry, sorry, daily fantasy sports. So I went to, to put in like a daily fantasy um, golf lineup, and like I'm looking, I'm looking at the, the the golfers that I have to select from, and they're a hundred times better than what's playing on the PJ Tour. So it's it's very yeah, they, they do have big names. That's true. Oh, they got big, huge names. And if anybody's watching Full Swing on Netflix, if you're not, oh, shame it's on so you. good. Oh, it's so freaking. I just good. started. So funny you brought that up. I just started watching it in my hotel room in Memphis three days ago, and I couldn't okay. turn it off. I thought it was great. No, it, it's like it's binge worthy. Yeah. It's, it's and you don't even have to love golf. You could hate golf. It's still excellent. So you know they just have some really big names, and it's amazing to me nobody's watching. Yeah. Uh, so uh, NBA has there been. LeBron is out for a minute. He'll be evaluated in three mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, the I speculation a, is he may not come back during the Mace, regular did season. Did you hear this rumor that the and Anita, you may know mm-hmm. that the Lakers' odds didn't change at all when LeBron went down? Yeah, How, Anita, is, Anita that is that accurate? That I don't know. I'm, I'm looking right now. The Lakers to win the championship are 28 to one, and I think they um, were before LeBron got hurt. I never, I, I, I never looked at. I, I just. Did not now. Like, I, now here, here's I wagered. I wagered that the Lakers would make it into the top six. Okay, I love, and I think we talked about this last. I love what they did at the trade deadline. I love yeah, the Dell. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. If I, I don't know if you're going to make that bet. You're though. not going to cash that ticket. Um, <laughs> Because I mean, they just don't. Have, they did. They won last night. Right? Yeah, but they don't yeah. have LeBron. I hope you do. And I, and, I, and I got them at plus two. I can't, Anita. I'm not allowed to even bet for fun. I can't even bet mythical money on the NBA because of my other job. But if I could, I would lay money on Phoenix to win the NBA title because they traded for Durant. What do you know what type of odds I could get on that? Absolutely. Plus 425 right now. What does that mean? Explain that to people who don't understand gambling. So for every $100 you put down that the Phoenix Suns are going to win the championship, you get in return $425. So would that be basically four to one, right? A little over that. Yeah. A little over four to one. Who's yep, the yep. Who's the shortest odds? Got to be uh, Milwaukee. The, the Celtics plus two eighty. Really? Mm-hmm. Even though Milwaukee passed them. Huh. Where's Milwaukee? Milwaukee is five to one, and Denver is plus seven fifty. Uh, I will. So so I had uh, Brian Winhurst on my on my bet digital gambling show that you can tune into every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on ESPN Plus. Excellent. And, and so nice and so plug. Wendy, Wendy was, Wendy was at, um, it was in Charlotte last night. So I had him on live from courtside and he said that, uh, Katie's never felt better. He's uber healthy, ready to go. And even though he was on a minute count last night, um, which by the way, I, I, I had under 21 and a half points. He scored 23. Uh, I lost that one, but, um, that, that they've been like totally going at it at practice, like hard and heavy. 
And so Wendy, Wendy, even though like a lot of people are like, ah, oh, I don't know about the Suns, you know, it's going to take some some time to de- de- develop some chemistry. Keep in mind, Katie played with Chris Paul and Booker before, of course, in the Olympics. Uh, the only addition now here is is Aiton. So you know how you know getting the four of them together in regard to chemistry wise, okay. But boy, did they look good last night. Yeah, I'd, I if I had money to bet and I was allowed to bet NBA, I would put it all on the Suns. All right, how about this? I'll put money on the Suns for you, and then next time I'm I'm in, if they do win... Nope, still time, not okay. Yeah, I can't even oh, do that. No, you can't even do I can't, can't even, even mess that. around with it. Yeah, no. All right, hey, so let me ask you this. Do people bet on the NFL draft? Is it a bettable event? I do, and I win a ton of money Okay, so explain to me what you would bet on, like where somebody's going to go, or how, how do you make money betting the draft? Okay, so I so I'm gonna I'm gonna call up here the draft. All right, so here we go. Uh, pick number. So so who's gonna be drafted number one overall? Uh, Bryce Young is at minus one sixty. Now uh, Stroud is it at plus three fifty. Will Anderson is at plus six fifty. I think Will Anderson is hands down the best player in this draft. He is Michael Parsons times two with with no character issues. Um, he is a one-man wrecking ball. I feel Will Anderson should be the number one overall pick. Now, there's reports out there that the Bears are looking to trade the number one pick. Who are they going to trade it to? Uh, you know, a lot of people value, a, a lot of teams like Houston and the Colts value Bryce Young more than Stroud. Both of them have wrinkles and warts. Um, it's what are you more, what are you most willing to accept? So you can wager that. But again, I'm I'm staying away from this because... Will Anderson is is a, is a complete beast, and he's most deserving of being drafted number one overall. Which quarterback is favored to go? It's favored to be Bryce Young over Bryce C.J. Young, Stroud. Bryce Young at minus one sixty. And so, what does that mean? Is that you have to put a hundred and sixty dollars down to win a hundred dollars? Right. If you think that a team is going to, well, it could be three ways uh, or two ways. One, a team is going to trade. Well, three ways. A, a team's going to trade up with with the Bears and draft. Bryce Young or draft um, Will Anderson or uh, or the Bears trade Justin Fields and they take Bryce Young because this is a new uh, GM group. The GM group with the Bears are, is not the GM group that drafted uh, Justin Fields. Okay. Uh, so you're on, uh, I think you're on tonight. I always set my schedule around when you're on. Tonight, I think it's on 7, you're I'm on sure, 7 to I'm 10. I'm sure that's what you do. 7 yes. to 10 here on 710 ESPN? I am, I am I am 7 to 10. Do you want, would you guys like any of my NBA plays for, let's, I fed the people last week and, and gave them a winner. Did you? Okay, yeah, what give, do you got? What's your best bet? Give a winner. My best bet, how about I'll give you, I'll give you three quick bets. Okay. I love the Clippers tonight. I'll lay the points. You know they're 0-3 um, since yeah. they picked up Westbrook, right? Yes, yes, I do know that. And you know um, they're on the road. I do know that they're on the road, but they're going up against Golden State with no Steph Curry or no Wiggins. Um, and here's another thing. I like Kawhi over 24.5 points and over 3.5 assists. Why? Because with Russell there, uh, their pace of play has increased tremendously. And also Golden State, fourth highest pace of play as well. I do like UC, USC getting the points tonight against Arizona. And I do like Arizona State getting 11.5 against UCLA. Those are my plays for tonight. All right, excellent. Hey, Anita, we'll be listening tonight. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, Anita Anita Marks. Yeah, by the way, so I I don't follow college basketball uh, until uh, Selection Sunday. That's when I start locking in. 
We're almost there. We're almost there. When is Selection Sunday? Next Sunday. Not this coming Sunday. The Sunday Next after. Next Sunday. Okay. Yep. So USC is apparently one win away from guaranteeing a spot for all intents and purposes and in the NCAA Don't they play the Arizona schools this week? They got week? Arizona. She just said take USC in the points. Arizona and Arizona State this weekend. Right. Uh, that'll, that'll be 22 wins, and that should be enough. Uh, not for a high seed. And then... Greg, uh, your favorite uh, – this, by the way, is weird. Greg's favorite sport is to watch UCLA basketball. Yeah. Well, especially basketball. now. They, Greg, if they win these two games, I think they're going to be a one seed. They should be a one seed if they win. If I they mean, unless, unless the committee screws them, which is possible well, because everyone to. hates them because they're leaving the Pac-12. Yep. But if they win these two games against two ranked teams, ASU tonight, 6 o'clock on ESPN. Yep. And then Saturday yeah, night, mm-hmm. the big one against Arizona – Arizona is ranked in the top 10. Arizona State is 20th. UCLA is 4th. I think if they win both those games, they're, top, they're a number one seed. Well, they and, should be. Purdue is lost last week to Indiana, and they've been losing a Purdue's lost enough. four times in their last six games. Yeah, and they're still on the one line, which makes yeah. zero sense to me whatsoever. So if you're uh, like me, college basketball season starts next Sunday. It starts right now. I think for a lot of people, that's started. the case. That's real. I mean, bad. I know you were that's trying to make real. a joke, but that's reality. No, that's real, yeah. It yeah. was always my favorite sport because before the one and done, after the one and done came into the play, then it took away a lot from college basketball. But now that the UCLA has guys that have been around for four years and five years, it's a lot more fun to watch because I know who they are. Right, exactly. Hey, I want to let everybody know the Pickleball Madness Tournament is coming March the 18th, which is soon, man. That is coming fast at the Agape Pickleball Center in Fountain Valley. Uh, the event is uh, open to the public, going to be really cool. Pop a shot competition, uh, free food and drink, uh, beer garden, kids zone. Uh, you want to be there. Um, I'm playing with my brother, Brian Mashansky, who I'm told is pretty good. He says he's, a, he's rated as a four but a 10 in trash talking. Excellent. Yeah, so He'll we, fit right in. We got that to look forward to. Uh, and all of our partners we appreciate, including Michelob Ultra Solo Electric Car and Pizza Hut. Uh, I'm going out this afternoon. Uh, Bergman, you're going out this afternoon, right? Yeah, with uh, with Jorge. With Jorge. You yeah. guys are you and guys Sliwa. are a team. You're trying to get your rhythm down. Yep. That's right. And we're going to play with Sliwa and possibly AK. Sliwa and possibly. And then what about Clinton? Clinton's with you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> You can have him. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. You heard Clinton broke up with him. No, no, no. Yeah. We let him go. No. no. You were- Wait a minute. Who who was Clinton supposed to play with? Clinton was supposed to play with those guys. And I said, hey, I'm playing. Wait a minute. But it's a two-man team. Who was his partner? Sliwa. Sliwa. Yeah, so it's 2-2. Two, two. Right. Um, and he, and it's, instead- Is he now not playing with Sliwa? He's going to go play with- Mace. I said, hey, do you want to play in Santa Monica? He said, yeah, that's geographically desirable. But okay. he made it seem like we all wanted to play with him. So, uh, that's well, yes. yeah, Clinton, yeah. Clinton talks a good game. I yes, think he he's, he's very confident, which I like, actually. Yeah, exactly. All right, coming up next for you, John, Corbin Burns is a pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers, and he says good one. he turned his career around by doing one simple thing. Give up sugar? No. I'll tell you what it is Edibles? Next. Uh, that wouldn't hurt. Mason Ireland, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
dragged. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Yeah, I still call it Bobcat. That's an easy mistake. Out of accident. We fast called track. it that for a long time. Fast track. Fast track. No, Amanda will get Bobcat. mad if we call it. Amanda thinks fast track is, is, an, is a tired act. She doesn't want that. Without realizing that it's just the same but, act with hey, a different sh- name. Don't, oh, oh, don't tell anybody. Okay, I'll be honest here. When I used to fill in yeah. on your show, and they would say, oh, fast track is coming up. And then, oh, you have to flip the coin. I would flip the coin. But I would never know where to go. They're like, oh, he always wins or he always wins. And I was like, wait, what? I don't, yeah, I, we, we, yeah, we, yeah, we we did it as a joke. Like for a year, Mason won every single time. And then we just, overnight, we flipped it. <laughs> and I won every single time. We just wanted to see if anybody would notice. Fast yeah. track. We never, I think it probably evened out at the end, but we just did it forever. <laughs> just messing around. Yeah. Just messing around. So Corbin Burns, who, by the way, I suggested that the Dodgers should trade for yesterday. Is he unhappy in Milwaukee? He's unhappy in Milwaukee. They apparently had an ugly arbitration situation. He's the a great owner pitcher. of the Brewers is a Beverly Hills guy. Oh yeah, Mark Ananasio. I don't think I'm not pronouncing that right. Antanasio. Something. Yeah, that, something that's like better. that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I suggested because the Dodgers obviously have got an enormous gaping hole at shortstop now that uh, they should consider trading for Willie Adamas, who had 31 homers, had 98 RBIs last year for the Brewers, and he's a walkaway guy at the end of this year. Corbin Burns is a walkaway guy at the end of this year. To me, this is where you use your bag of magic beans to try to add a couple of players. I don't think they can go into the season with this as their shortstop situation. I, I, I just I know Chris Taylor is totally functional. Well, Miguel Rojas is probably going to be and Rojas is going to be the regular guy. Yeah, but. That's not good enough if you're the Dodgers. I, I'm with you. I think they got to go and get somebody. Yeah. I I am genuinely concerned about that. I think the Padres should be favored to win the National League West. Yeah, and they've got like three shortstops. Yes, they do. They're loaded up I, with I mean, shortstops. Well, I guess Bogarts is going to play it now, right? Yes, he, and, Bogarts and they'll, is they'll be move guy. Tatis to the outfield. Yep, center yeah. field. So, um, anyway, Corbin Burnson was having a terrible – his career went into a terrible funk at one point. So he goes to a performance coach by the name of Brian Kane. And he said, here's what you need to do. Wake up and make your bed. Start the day with an easy win. Do you make your bed? I do not. I do not. Jorge, do you? I do not, no. Bergman, do you? No, I wish I did. Always thought making a bed was overrated. Well, if you're in the military, it's a big deal. It is a huge deal, but, yeah. But uh, we're not in the military. But that's interesting. Start your day Now, I do something unusual win. on the road that all of my friends who you guys know, mm-hmm. you know, Michael, Trudell, they mock you Billy, well, they just have a different opinion of it. Okay. I, when I'm on the road, 
I have a do not disturb on my door anytime I'm in the room. Okay. Okay, I think we all do. I do. The, uh, yeah, absolutely. When I leave to go to the game, I will mention to the front desk, hey, I've had a do not disturb in room 615 all day, but I'm going to be gone for several hours. Can I get housekeeping? Yeah. And they'll say, sure. All those other guys don't want anyone in their room from the time we arrive until the time we They don't we want leave. housekeeping. They don't want it. They just want towels. Oh, see, I, see, I, I like I, housekeeping. I, think I do, too. It's nice I always to walk into nice. a room that's all made up. Yep. I completely agree. And I make a mess of the room when I'm there for two hours. Yes. So, I mean, I don't understand why. Like, if if it's part of the service, why wouldn't you take it? Yeah, I don't. I, I do exactly the same. I'm, I do not disturb is up all the time if yeah. I'm in the room. And then when I leave, I call down to this. Hey, you know, I'm leaving my room. Go ahead and make it up. So is there anything more annoying when they knock on your door when the do not disturb's on? That happened Terrible. to me the other day. Yeah. And the guy goes, when are you checking out? And I look down at the door. Like, I'm looking at the do not disturb. I go, well, everybody on this floor is with the Lakers. We're all checking out at 4 o'clock. And the guy goes, okay, cool. You mind if I grab, grab your uh, clock radio? We're switching them out. And I went. Really? In the middle of a do not disturb? Yeah, and I went, sure. <laughs> he came, yeah. comes in, takes the clock, leaves. Yeah. I just think the guy was not taking no for an yeah, answer. Yeah, no, I, I guess not. Do not disturb means don't knock. Yeah, don't knock. Exactly. Um, all right. Uh, by, by the way, you know, Anita was talking about. Uh, Bryce Young is the odds-on favorite yes. to go number one in the draft. Right. Have you guys been paying attention to all these stories about How tall he is? Yeah. Yes. Does it concern you? Yeah. Why? Uh, because well, I'll tell you one of the big reasons is he's played quarterback for three years at Alabama and he's been great and okay. he won the Heisman Trophy. Name all the great Alabama quarterbacks from recently. Go. From recently. Yeah. Well, from Tua. Recently. I mean, you're going to go Joe Namath. Yeah, but name the recent ones. Well. I, I think your point is even, it's kind of like UCLA basketball players. Yeah. You could say, just as a general rule, Alabama quarterback, or you know you know who else, uh, what other quarterbacks from what other school never stick? Hmm. USC. Yeah, oh, true. Carson Palmer was like the one right. exception. But I mean, in this case, Alabama has Tua, and right? before that, they had A.J. McCarron, who started two games. And he's in the and XFL. before that, they had basically Joe Namath. Right, but none of those so, guys. So playing for Alabama is not the until, credential that you think. Until Bryce Young came along and won the Heisman, and I believe the year he won the Heisman, I think he had forty-seven TDs and something like three interceptions. I mean, that guy's an NFL-ready quarterback right now. I wouldn't hesitate to take him at all. I think he's the next Drew Brees. I wouldn't. You you wouldn't take him? No, I think C.J. Stroud is the quarterback that you should take over Bryce Young. Okay, so what makes you think that? the Ohio State quarterbacks are any good. I mean, think about it. Cardale Jones. Joe Burrow left Ohio State right. because they benched him. For, was it Cardale Jones or the next guy? I can't remember who they Cardale benched Jones. Burrow for. But uh, in in general, Ohio State quarterbacks haven't been great. But he's got the uh, prototypical size that quarterbacks can need I, to can have you, in the modern can NFL. Can I tell you the last time I heard somebody say that sentence? Yeah. Jamarcus Russell, right? Number one overall pick by my Raiders was out of the league in two years. Oh, I know, I remember. Yeah, I, I, remember. I just think either you can play or you can't, and Bryce Young can. But you'd rule him out for size. I heard Sean Payton on Fox. He was doing an interview with somebody, and Payton said, as a general rule, he would never go. He would never take a flyer on his first or second round pick. He would always stay in the fairway. In other words, don't go undersized here. Right. Don't take a flyer. Don't go. Your first and second round picks have got to be 
you got conservative. Yeah, you got to nail. Yeah, like like stick with the game plan. And so basically, quarterbacks. But I, I'm all in on Bryce Young. I think that dude can play. Basically, quarterbacks are fifty fifty. Half the quarterbacks in the first round are going to work. I think half the, the quarterbacks I think it's are more. Gonna, I think it's more twenty five seventy five. You think it is twenty five work and seventy five percent don't? Well, think about it. A few years ago, the number one pick in the draft was Jameis Winston, and number two was Marcus Mariota. Yeah, both neither. looking for jobs. Neither. You're right. Yeah. Uh, all right, coming up next for you, what's up, fool? Bergman's going to throw a bunch of stuff at us. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks, Chris. And I forgot to write everything in What's Up, Fool, so I'm just going to go off the cuff here. But yeah. Yeah. Weird. Nice work. What's up, Next Whoops. segment, that's what Bring we're going to do. Uh, you know what we were supposed to do a show, but Mason and I didn't write anything down, so we'll see well, you tomorrow. Okay, but your segments are not supposed to be written. Mine have to be I, yeah, written. No, ours are completely uh, Just come up with something. I, I got I got, I got oh, plenty. Okay. Don't worry. I got okay. plenty. Okay. I got okay. plenty. Good. Anyway, weird thing if happening. If you just go up and down your email and my email, you'll have like 15 things. Oh, no, no. We got plenty of stuff. Weird thing happening with Miguel Vargas right now for the Dodgers. He's not allowed to swing a bat until hopefully Saturday with a broken pinky injury, broken pinky finger. Um, he is still taking his at-bats, though, in every game. So he's standing there, and the, and the pitcher is still throwing but pitches like normal. But not swinging. After a second hasn't, inning walk... Hasn't the other team figured that out yet? They know it. It's Ooh, out there. It's yeah. known. After a second inning walk yesterday, he's walked three times in the spring, this spring, even so though far. they know he's not going to swing, even though he's not going to, he's not going to swing. And I saw that's unbelievable bat where he had three balls on him at the same Can't time earlier today. Take the bat off his shoulder, and he's still drawing. So walks. why is this happening? And is this the weirdest thing ever? Yeah, that's that's a uh, that's on the pitchers. I mean, oh it, yeah, it, I, I mean these guys have supposedly pinpoint control. If you know a guy is incapable of swinging and you're not throwing it right down the middle, you're an idiot. Right. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, seriously, throw him a meatball in the middle of the zone because uh, he can't swing. And he will not swing. His bat is on his shoulder. Yeah. But uh, the only thing I can think of is that these are it's still the beginning of spring training, so you know guys are just trying to work out their pitches and try and get their location locked down. Right. But otherwise— I guess that, you know, actually interesting. That would be a safe spot to try some stuff. Right. You know he's not going to take his bat off his shoulder, so you can try some stuff, and who cares if you walk him in spring, right? Get your get your pitches, get yourself figured out. Here's, a, here's an empty at bat that you can use to your advantage. Is there an advantage for Miguel Vargas in all this too, where he's sitting there, and he's seeing pitches from guys like that's it, you're still at least can't swing, it? and his on base percentage is going up. <laughs> yeah, right, he keeps going up. He's striking out a lot though, thankfully. Uh, you know, it's actually I was talking to Michael about this, who's obviously has a lot of conversations with Trace, and uh, 
Trace had developed a reputation of somebody who would always take the first pitch. Right. And so the pitchers figured it out, and they were basically throwing fastballs right down the middle. And one of the hitting coaches at the Dodgers figured it out and goes, hey, flip your mentality on this. Assume that the first pitch is coming right down the middle and it's a fastball and swing at it. Right. And after you do that a couple of times, they won't, you know, they won't have the advantage over you. You might get exactly the pitch you want. And Trace went on a tear. Yeah. So this is a cat and mouse game that goes on a lot. But if I'm a pitcher and I know the guy can't swing, he's got a broken pinky and he's yeah. not swinging, uh, I'm, I'm throwing nothing but strikes. I mean, at least get to two strikes and then just go right down the pipe. Exactly. It's just, it's just crazy to me. What's up, fool? All right, so F1 season starts this weekend, and it was a really big thing this last year, F1. But uh, I only know this because my buddy told me today, and I was like, oh. Starting up again, but Max- so Drive to Survive is starting up again. Is that what you're it talking should about? Be, it okay. should be starting. This is not what I'm talking about, but it okay. should be starting up again. Uh, but it's from last year. Got it. Uh, Max for shopping won last year and the year before that. Uh, I think we should all go into the season with a driver of our choice and only pay attention to it after the races on Sunday and just talk about it on Monday for a quick second. Yeah, so. that would work if we knew any so, Formula One drivers. So I have a list of the drivers. Oh, okay. And we can go around and pick a driver. What do you think? All right, you give me the, read me the list. And okay, when so I hear one that I like, Can I'll... I take Sergio Pre- uh, Sergio Perez? Yes, you yes, can. Yeah, never never yes, even heard absolutely. of him. He is uh, he is on uh, Red, Bull. Red Bull, right? Yeah, Red, Red Bull. Bull with Max Verstappen. Yeah, Checo Perez. Right. He's usually one of the top four. Okay. So the other guys are Max Verstappen, Sergio Perez, uh, Charles Leclerc. Oh, I'm a and, big Leclerc guy. And right, uh, let Mason Carlos take Sainz. Leclerc. Okay, you, do you <laughs> yeah, know who that is? Leclerc. 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 Charles Leclerc. Uh, Carlos Sainz, Max Verstappen, any of these guys? Uh, George Russell and Lewis Hamilton are teammates. Uh, is Lewis Hamilton still good? He is, but he, R- George Russell is probably a little bit better now. Uh, I'm going old school. Give me Lewis Hamilton. That's the right choice for you to go. And you t- you're taking Leclerc? Leclerc. Leclerc. All right, fine. Then I just because I like saying it. Since Leclerc. Is, since I will leave Verstappen off. Yeah, Actually, don't nobody take Verstappen. Nobody take nobody Max. take Verstappen. All right, then I'll take George Russell. George there we go. George Russell sounds like a soap like opera a actor. It's, it's between him and That sounds and like Le- a guy I'm mean, watching in a Hallmark movie. They're on the same team as Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> okay. And right. he's starting to be a little bit better. All right. Keep us up to date. I want to know how Leclerc. <laughs> you know, uh, I've just determined that What's Up Fool is better when you actually write the questions. It's probably better. Yeah. But I, so far, What's so up, good. I, I don't think it's terrible yeah, yeah, so far. Actually, what's funny is I, those were two of the questions I wrote. <laughs> you just remembered <laughs> them? Those yeah. were the only two I wrote. Okay. Okay. I haven't written any All other right. ones. All right. now so you don't like get, the questions I write. Now it's going to get good? <laughs> yeah. All right, good. <laughs> Go ahead. All, All right. right, what's up, Fool? So uh, we talk about dating here, red flags, green flags. So yes. I found this TikToker mm-hmm. who says she found the most underrated green flag when it comes down to dating. Listen to it. Green flag. The most underrated green flag in men, and you know I'm right. If his basketball team, football team, hockey team, whatever he likes, is awful, loses every game, hasn't been to the playoffs in years, just sucks, and he is still a ride or die for this team, he is loyal, he is passionate, even when things get hard, he won't leave you. Like, what a green flag. Oh, what do you guys think? Is that an underrated green flag? Yeah, well, we should set her up with a Clipper <laughs> fan. He won't give up on a loser. <laughs> hey, look, we're Raider fans, so, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I, there is something to be said for someone who is ride or die for their team, even though their team is awful. I think it does represent loyalty, and that's probably something you're looking for in a relationship, somebody that is loyal to you. So I actually think that's a pretty good underrated yeah, green flag. Yeah. Like yeah. 
Greg, what do you think? You're you're dating out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, again, I'm a Raider fan, and I am ride or die for the Raiders. I think that's a very much a green did, flag. Hori, did that girl give her name? No, she didn't. Okay, well, yeah. what I would say to her is, you're dating a loser. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> All the comments are saying, back off. Right. What are you talking yeah, about? What so have you, well, why would you want to spend the rest <laughs> of your life rooting for the Jacksonville Jaguars? I mean, come on. Uh, what's up, fool? <laughs> Oh, What's up, the button wasn't working. Sorry, I was trying to click it. All right, so I was talking to Amanda, and we were just talking about dating, actually, which is which okay. is funny. But so what is we were talking about the different ways of getting into a relationship, whether it's going right away and meeting someone and seeing what they're all about and trying to get to know them that way, or talking first and getting th- and going through a whole long maybe. Th- three weeks, month, whatever it happens to be, before you actually meet. Talking, Which is the better way? The talking first is ridiculous, honestly. I know people that that correspond back and forth. I send you an email, you're texting me, I sent you a picture, all that stuff. You know, bam, if you're into them or not. Meet. Meet. In person is the one way yeah, to do that. Yeah, you got to see the whites of their eyes, Bergman. I was talking to one of our flight attendants, attractive one, and she was saying how one of her friends set her up with a guy. And she talked to him for like two hours and she said, on the phone, and she said, she had a red flag and she couldn't figure out why. And she said, something's not adding up. He's very nice, handles up very well. But she did a little Googling, married. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. so but you I mean, want to meet in person, they could still be married. Right. But you can, it's harder to lie in person. But Berman, don't you think, I see. I know, I, back in the day, I knew the moment I met somebody, it's like, yeah, it's on or no way. Well, yeah, that's different. No, what do you mean? What's different about that? It's uh, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's on or no way. Yeah, I mean, I've done it both ways, where I've had a long conversation before actually meeting, and I've done it where we just meet and like it's a click. Talk is cheap. Yeah, both ways don't work. Talk is cheap, man. <laughs> Get to stepping. Get right. to stepping. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird when you when both ways don't actually work. What's that? Ne- neither way works. What? Ne- neither. No, neither way. Uh, look, I'm single. Oh, so, that's right. You're <laughs> great. <laughs> what are you what are we, what are when that here? happens, you look right at her and you say, you know what would look good on you? Me. Uh, that always, <laughs> that always yeah. works. That, always, always You can't always lose works. with that line. Yes. You can't. <laughs> so this is a, a weird little story from Max Crosby. He is doing a commercial for a Las Vegas law firm. Mm-hmm. And in the commercial, he is wearing a black jersey with silver numbers and um but not a raiders not jersey? no raiders logo okay. no nfl logo and the nfl is trying to stop them from doing this there's no logo whatsoever do does the nfl have any right to go in and stop them just well, because he's wearing does sil- it look silver and black? like a raiders jersey well it's a silver and black jersey but do, does it resemble the actual jersey yeah well if a black it's jersey with yeah, silver numbers it's silver and black yeah, yeah. I, I mean i would say the nfl actually probably does have a case here he's representing so, himself as greg a I, I will the, i will uh, refer you to the great 80s movie coming to america have wonderful seen that? movie yes okay. of course so you remember that uh john amos owned a uh, restaurant named McDowell's. <laughs> right. And uh you know in and, and it looked just like a McDonald's but it wasn't. They had the golden arcs. Yes. <laughs> McDonald's had the golden arches. Yes. You know but it, it had the same color scheme, the same it just basically looked like a McDonald's. That sounds like what this is. They're making Max Crosby 
look like a Raider. You assume he's a Raider, but it doesn't say. I think the NFL actually does have a case. Yeah, here. I think this is this is a case of trademark infringement. I'm almost positive. But I, uh, if it I doesn't say to, Raiders NFL or anything, why would that be trademark or the well, logo? I will say this logo. to your point. Every time uh, we get asked to do, or I get asked to do an ad for something on the station, I have to clear it through the Lakers because I'm restricted. For example, I can only do car ads for Lexus or Toyota because the Lakers are, are a team that deal with Lexus and Toyota. So we had something come up here. I don't know. There's a remote coming up. And uh, I sent it to the Lakers and I said, hey, is it okay if I do this remote? Because they have a deal with MGM. Right. And they also um, have a deal with Morongo. And this place where we're going is not MGM or Morongo. And they said, yeah, you're fine. Just don't use, say or use the word Lakers in any of your promos, which is what, Greg, what you're saying. They yeah. cut it down with Crosby. Right. Just don't say NFL or Raiders. So right. you can make those accommodations. But if it's a silver and black jersey and it's Max Crosby, what else are you supposed to think? Well, I mean, that's what you, the I mean, whole I point could, of it I is guess, to think that I go to this remote dressed in purple and gold <laughs> right. with uh, no logo, logo, and I yeah. think the Lakers would be mad. I, I, yeah, you got to be smart. I, I don't know. Max Crosby is I don't think Max a is getting. I don't think Max is getting away with it. I don't know. I mean, like, look, we we take fans to our listeners to a local baseball yeah, game. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. Well, same thing. Otherwise you can't. You if you're it. if you're doing Super Bowl watch parties or promotions, you're not supposed to say the words Super Bowl, right? Um, yeah, I I get it. I don't Please. I don't think I don't think Crosby's gonna I think that commercial's gonna come off the air. The Michael Buffer thing, we're not allowed to say his words. Correct. Yeah, so, he's kinda yeah. copyrighted. Yes, we can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. What's up, All right, so Olivia we're, apparently this is all dating stuff. So Olivia Wilde is ready to date again. I after, think that woman is gorgeous. Good she, for her. She is. Uh, after Who is she? Oh, she was with Harry, Harry Styles, yeah. right? So the rest of the question was after breaking up with Harry Styles. Okay. Um but only for but he's She the, has two kids with Jason Sudeikis, yes, right? Correct. Okay. But her requirements are that they have to be an amazing guy. Okay. You know what, what that's code for? <laughs> right. You know, no, you know what that's code for, what, right? No, that's what I'm saying. What is the criteria for an amazing guy? That means he has pocket personality. She doesn't need pocket personality. She does. She's Olivia Wilde is you rich. You think Olivia Wilde's dating a, a broke guy? No, but I think she's rich. I don't think yeah. she needs I guarantee her you, first requirement. Her, her boyfriend two boyfriends ago was Ted Lasso, and her last boyfriend was Harry Styles. She thinks she's, go she thinks she's going out with Bergman? No. Uh, yeah, I, I think the best of people. I don't think it's always about money. You always do. Oh, I know it is. See, I think it's. Uh, let's see, net worth. See, I, I was and by the way, worth. I think you, it's more of the Pete Davidson thing. Is that you, what she's looking for? And well, uh -huh. well, that's easy to find. But the um, she's worth twenty five million. Olivia Wilde is. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, and and. I'm trying to and think. Directing and acting. She's, yeah, and she right. and Harry Styles was much younger than her, right? Much younger, yeah. Yeah, so it, it, she's willing to she's willing to expand her range farther than most people are. See, I think number one is funny. Greg's a good guy. He's got a shot. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, great. I appreciate that, go. Jorge, but no. Number I, one I is funny. <laughs> I think that's what most women want. They want funny. Uh, number one is something that rhymes with funny and starts with an M. <laughs> Money. <laughs> What's Greg, that that's what we need. Trust me. Hey, find me some more of it. I'll take the. Uh, you you need the honey, just not the f. You need the m. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I really, really do. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for What's Up. Boy. All right, coming up next. Uh, you know, as somebody who's taken a little time off in my day, I occasionally feel a little I bit feel for Shaquille O'Neal.
Yeah, Shaq tried to take a day off this week. We will uh, get to that coming up next for you. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN.